When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for video two. We already did round one. Who are the best picks in round one? Watch that video here. You can also find it in the description below. But who are the best players to draft in round two? If you don't think Javante will separate himself from Melvin Gordon when he gets his work and Melvin gets his work, you just don't see Javante like I do. We're doing it live. We're doing it now. The Fantasy Football Show. It begins now. This is the Fantasy Football Show. With your host, Smitty. Take a lap. Again, watch round one below. Real quickly, make sure you click the link below. Underdog Fantasy, go play Underdog. They're matching up to $100 of your first deposit of new depositors. Take advantage of all these values we keep talking about. DK Metcalf in five, Joe Burrow in six, Kenneth Walker seven and eight, Brees Hall in round four. Go win some best ball leagues. Go get your deposit matched. Go do it now. Link in description. Use promo code SMITTY. Who are the best picks in round two? Let's get to it. I absolutely love Javante Williams. A lot of you know this. Javante Williams, to me, if we didn't have ADP data, social media, any way to understand where other people rank other players, like if I just had to blindly come out of a coma and draft based on last year in the top five, I draft Javante at two, three, or four overall. Did Schmitty just say take Javante at number two? No, Bob. I said I would if I had to, and you're going to win leagues taking this guy in round two. If you don't take Javante where you can get him, which is 12 to 15 overall, I'm not even going to put him in the first round category because I want to make sure I emphasize that you must take him as proper ADP placement or your missing the point. You're not understanding the assignment. You're botching the value. You're missing and striking out. Javante will put him at 2.1. Anywhere in round two, he's a home run. I don't care if it's 2.1. I don't care if it's 2.12. If you can't trade and you're on the clock, Javante is a steal as your second drafted player after your first round pick. So if you have 12, you take him 13. If you have 11, you take him 14. If you're so lucky and he falls to 15, 16, 17, 18, of course you're hitting an even further home run than the person taking him at 2.1, but you're still both hitting balls out of the park. Javante is your second player, is hitting a home run, not into the lower deck, it's literally out of the ballpark. And you can say, oh, Smitty, Melvin Gordon this, Melvin Gordon that. I don't care about Melvin Gordon like some of you do. This is a new coaching staff coming in that I highly doubt is going to look at this thing the same way the previous coaching staff did. And yeah, they brought him back, but Russell Wilson is going to want his playmaker on the field. I don't care if there's a rapport between Melvin and Russell Wilson. When you're the number one running back in the entire National Football League in 2021 as a rookie running back breaking tackles, number one in the NFL in broken tackles over JT, over Najee, over everybody. Number one in the NFL. That makes you so special. 
and is such a harbinger of things to come, it's not even explainable on some levels. The fact that people look at his numbers and say, yeah, well, I still feel like Melvin Gordon's going to take... I don't even understand it. It doesn't even compute with me. And like I always tell people, this button right here sent Melvin Gordon to Baltimore right now if I pressed it via trade. I could send him to Baltimore. I would not press this button. I would put this in a safe. I would keep it safeguarded. I love Melvin Gordon for Javante. It lowers his value into round two. We wouldn't sniff him at 2.1 if Melvin was still in the picture. And because I feel, I feel, you can feel how you want. I feel Melvin Gordon is only an early season risk of of making this a 50-50 workload. I do believe that threat could be there in week one or week two. But once Javante gets going, making plays on a super team versus last year a team that had nothing to play for why would they run the mileage up on Javante Vic thought maybe he could stay no he didn't stay but maybe he thought let me not run the mileage up on a guy that I could use next year if I'm really trying to build this thing look Hackett's going to use his running back that's going to give him the best chance to win. And if you don't believe that Javante is going to be a difference maker when given the opportunity, if you don't think Javante will separate himself from Melvin Gordon when he gets his work and Melvin gets his work, you just don't see Javante like I do. There is no argument you have that is Melvin Gordon related that's going to convince me that Melvin Gordon's holding Javante off the field. That's like telling me nine. Naheem Hines was going to hold off JT. And don't shake your head and say Naheem Hines isn't Melvin Gordon because your memory's foggy. Naheem Hines was scaring everybody out of drafting Javante higher than nine. T- Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And 11 all the way down to 14 and 15 overall in 2021 drafts. Naheem Hines is Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's Naheem Hines. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Don't tell me you're a Javante fan. Don't tell me, well, I like him next year. Smitty, I am high on him, but I just don't like him with Melvin Gordon there. Don't tell me you're a Javante fan or a believer if you don't think that he's going to blow Melvin Gordon out of the water based on the numbers and and production we've already seen as a rookie coming in with more skill and strength and time to absorb the offense. If you think Javante's going to be held back by Melvin Gordon, you and I aren't even in the same ballpark. You and I are not even in the same universe when it comes to evaluating the talent of Melvin Gordon versus Javante. Javante's going to blow him out of the water if you feel differently. If you think Melvin, little itty bitty Melvin Gordon's going to hold off Javante Williams from becoming JT, then you don't think he's JT. He is JT. He is the next JT. JT and Javante are probably the two best running backs in the entire National Football League. And I believe by the end of the year, Javante will finish as a top two running back in fantasy football 2022. Pretty safe to say that Javante Williams in round two is pretty Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. Next up is Debo. 
Debo is a a potential first round type talent in fantasy football, but he's going like in the middle of round two right now. Sometimes he falls later, sometimes he goes earlier, but like middle of two is about right. And Debo's got so much appeal from this territory. He's got an upgraded quarterback situation. His defense improves. And you're going to hear people say dumb things like, but I, I heard he's not playing wide back. You heard from who? Who told you that? Did, did Debo tell you I'm not playing wide back anymore? Or did somebody report and speak for Debo and tell you he's not playing wide back? What's wide back? What's running back versus wide back? What I've heard, what I know to be true is that he doesn't want to run up the gut in between the tackles, in between the A and B gap anymore. That's running back. Anybody that remembers correctly remembers that he actually went from wide receiver to wide back which he loves and plays well, which is a wide receiver doing things from the line of scrimmage like a running back, taking the ball a yard or two behind the line of scrimmage or behind the quarterback, grabbing it at the line of scrimmage and going house with it, taking it 70 yards upfield from the line of scrimmage out wide, jet sweeps and arounds. That's wide back. He's not dialing back wide back. That's a wide receiver. He's catching the football and getting hit by D-backs. That's wide back. Let me interrupt real quick because this was before. I recorded this before. The news broke that in Debo's contract, it actually pays him to play wideback. $650,000 per year for each year he has over 380 yards rushing. $150,000 if he scores three TDs. He can max out at $1.95 million more in incentives for running the football from the wideback position. Not up the gut from the wideback. And people ran their mouth over and over. And your boy Smitty said over and over and over. Beating this gavel like a dead horse saying who told you Debo wasn't playing wide back some dumb report that got regurgitated over and over and over again people believe everything they hear and I have people constantly texting me going Smitty how do you feel now that he's not gonna play as much on the field anymore basically he's practically benched how do you feel about that that was never the case and I would I would reply over and over where did you get this why are you believing this person? Whoever told you this, stop following their content right now. It was never said. Debo never said it. Debo does want to run the football. He doesn't want to run it up the gut. Nobody wants him to run it up the gut. He won't run it up the gut. His contract confirms he gets paid to run the football. He's running the football. And Debo came out already, so this has been squash. Debo came out and they asked him the question point blank. He said, not true. I want the football. I want to make plays. I'm going to do whatever it takes to win games. Debo already squashed it, so stop bringing it up. Debo is a wide back. And I recorded this video before this broke. This is going to increase his ADP. So where I'm talking about him right now around middle of round two, he probably climbs up to 12, 13, 14 overall on the regular. So watch the rest of this video here, this clip. But understand that I'm telling you right now, Debo is worth a 13, 14, or 15 overall pick, even if he climbs in ADP. Don't confuse running back with wide back. He no longer wants to be a running back. No one wants him to be a running back. The Niners got injured. They had no running backs in the running back room, so Debo had to become a running back at some points during the late part of the 2021 season. That's what nobody wants. That's what's not going to happen. We don't want it. He doesn't want it. No one wants the wear and tear of running up the gut as a wide receiver. Running the ball from out wide as a wide back does nothing more than catching the football seven yards down the field. A quick 
five-yard slant, a five-yard hook. Getting the football at the line of scrimmage and getting tackled or not even getting tackled because he's so elusive, that, that's not going to injure him. Stop talking about wide back like it's running back. Running back is what we're talking about him not wanting to do so this whole notion that his production is going to drop now that he's not wide back how could he be the same value how can he be the same value let's pretend for a second he was not playing wide back if you want to use that dumb argument to say that Debo's going to fall off he was number five in the entire league in receiving yards with 1405 yeah that seems pretty worrisome Bob he was number three in 20 plus yard receptions above Jamar yeah I'm real worried Bob I'm getting frightened Bob Debo was number two in 40 plus yard receptions, Bob, catching short passes all the time. We're talking about he's playing wide back at the line of scrimmage, and he's number two in the NFL with nine 40-plus yard receptions. Why are we worried? What is going on here? The man literally is defying the odds, catching short passes, sometimes negative yardage catches, and he's got nine 40-plus yard receptions Tied for, not not second, he's tied for first with Cooper Cup in the NFL. Unbelievable. Wait, are we not done yet? Number three and longest play on the year for a wide receiver, 83 yards. Oh, but Smitty, but Smitty, you're just picking and choosing stats to fit your narrative. Oh, I am? Uh, yardage? Uh, 20 plus yard runs, 40 long. I'm literally going across every category on NFL.com. I'm not picking anything unusual. This is literally every single column, including yak yards, 780 yards, number two in the NFL, above Jamar Chase, catching short passes all the time, only below Cooper Cup. This guy was number two in yak yards in the NFL, yards after catch, and number one in the NFL in yards per catch. I haven't even got to that stat yet because it's not even on here on NFL.com. I literally went through all these columns. I'm not digging deep, like I said, trying to find something to paint my narrative. Number one in the NFL in yards per catch, Debo Samuel. How do you do all these things when you're getting dump off passes and playing wide back too much? If he doesn't play wide back, guess what? Trey Lance gets him the football seven yards down the field instead of two yards behind the line of scrimmage because Jimmy G can't throw the football. How is anything going to change for Debo Samuel when they dial up plays for him on the regular? Let's get him the football on a five-yard slant and get him momentum to get his yak yards versus having him do all his damage because the team trusted him, Debo Samuel, more than they trusted Jimmy G with the football. Get out of here with your Debo doubt. Debo Samuel's a top five lock wide receiver if healthy on the field. Probably the most valuable wide receiver in the NFL to his team. And we got people doubting his second round ADP. One of the best wide receivers to take in the second round in fantasy football 2022. Absolutely Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. This one goes without saying. One of my favorite picks in round two, C.D. Lamb. He goes at like 13 or 15. His ADP right now, according uh, to Fantasy Pros data, shows him coming in around, let's see here. Wow, that is crazy. Number 17 overall. According to Fantasy Pros data, which averages multiple ADPs together, 17 overall. Look, I'm not saying Debo or Lamb will be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football, but out of every wide receiver you would never see in someone's top three overall or top one, Lamb and Debo are the most capable wide receivers of finishing number one overall in fantasy football scoring. Smitty, did you just say that Debo and Lamb will be number one? If we're digging deep and trying to predict the unthinkable, 
They are the final two wide receivers, in my opinion, that are not traditionally even in the top three that could be the number one wide receiver. That means Lamb is an absolute monster steal in 2022 second round. Noah Amari Cooper is a good thing. Dalton Schultz, Tony Pollard, Tolbert. This other kid, TJ Vasher, I actually like him a lot. Uh, but Tolbert and him, I like I like both these guys to fill the the Gallup and Amari Cooper roles. I'm not even concerned about Gallup. Dalton Schultz is going to eat big time. There are so many weapons on this offense. Dak will be phenomenal in terms of delivering to all of them and being potent and being productive. This offense will be top five in the NFL like it was last year. People can laugh all they want. Only haters of the Cowboys will laugh at that without looking at the facts and being like, okay, let me accept it. Whether they execute in the playoffs or whatever, that's a whole nother debate. You can hate on the Cowboys all you want, but use logic in your brain and say to yourself, are the Cowboys going to be a top five offense production wise? Yeah, the answer is yeah. I'll answer the question for you. Pollard, Zeke Elliott, the two receivers, Tolbert and Vasher, and Dalton Moonman Schultz. C.D. Lamb is 1,000% Smitty approved inside round two. One of my favorite wide receiver grabs. You've just been Smitty approved. And looking down this ADP list from 12 to 24, no one else is popping like Javante, Debo, and Lamb. And Debo is going 18, Javante is going 15, and Lamb is going 17. 15, 17, 18. Unbelievable. These guys are all top potential five guys at their position. Javante's top five overall, in my opinion. But Debo and Lamb are top five at their position, and you're getting these guys at 15, uh, 17, and 18. I kind of like Tyreek Hill at 19 to 24. Just to give you a heads up, I probably won't put him on the list because I think his ADP will climb after that long touchdown catch he, he caught in practice where Tua accurately threw him the football. Uh, we didn't even need to wear our, our Tua goggles. Tua did, in fact, it wasn't an illusion, throw an accurate pass to Tyreek Hill, and he's out to prove himself. We'll see if we maybe even take the goggles off. I, I don't think we will, but it was a good pass. I mean, let's give credit where credit's due. He threw a nice pass to Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill's value is going to climb. That one catch is going to make Tyreek Hill go from 19, I predict, to about 14 or 15. Watch. I predict the ADP to move. That's round two. I told you I'd bring each round. Round three will be next. I'm sorry for the delay, but get ready for round three. The best picks of round three will be the next video that I upload to YouTube. And get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your one-on-one text advice. Where's my phone? Your boy Smitty's got two phones I carry around all the time. You can text me on demand. Get your bold predictions, trade calculator, articles, all your stuff that you need to win and dominate your league, the written content, get your lifetime membership, get that one-on-one text advice. Link in the description to play Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code SMITTY. Take advantage of all this information in best ball. It's absolutely phenomenal. You can do a $5 puppy draft right now. Do it before it closes. $10 minimum deposit on Underdog gets you a match of $10. $100 gets you a match of $100. They'll match up to $100. You can do these $5 puppy drafts grand prize. Why not play more fantasy? Why not give yourself an opportunity to salvage your fantasy season? If maybe you're one or two leagues, you get injury riddled. Don't be upset later because you have injuries to your teams and you're not even enjoying fantasy football anymore. Best ball could be your way out of that. Go do it. Link in description. Use promo code SMITTY. Get ready for video three. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Smitty.